0: And what
1: happens with money is it it falls into this quadrant of our lives called important, non-urgent. What else falls over there? Health, Health. (laughs) relationships, spirituality, money, Mm -hmm. and then dreams all fall over there. Welcome
0: to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm
1: super glad that you're here with us today because
0: I'm here with my most amazing guest, Chris. Chris, thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Superwoman.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, give everybody a highlight of who you are and uh, touch on your business.
1: Yeah, no, I've uh, just I've been a, a financial services entrepreneur for the last uh, 23 years. I've built a, a business across the United States, and uh, also author speaker podcast guest, you know, uh, a husband, a father what? to a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a female dog named Maggie, and a female cat named Chloe. And um kind of at the bottom of the list in the house, it's the animals first. So I was gonna say, do you feel a little anyway, surrounded? <laughs> I do. I got lots of females around me all the time. So <laughs> telling me what to do
0: no it's it's the it's our training ground It's where we start yeah
1: that's right that's Right. Yeah, so almost...
0: on that note of telling you what to do how'd you get into finances <laughs> talk to me about that
1: yeah i uh no i just wanted to wanted to leave uh corporate america behind uh 23 years ago was just sick of uh you know working 80 90 hours a week as a cpa and wanted to um I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wasn't sure that's what I wanted to do, but, um, you know, saw an opportunity and, uh, left with uh, two of my friends and, um, started from nothing and, and left, you know, with six weeks worth of savings in my bank account and told my boss, you know what? In February of 2000 and, uh, ne- never looked back, but yeah, no, it's been, uh, it's been an amazing ride. Yep.
0: That's awesome. So, what kind of company did you start? Was it uh, brokering or what were you doing?
1: Yeah, we just do full range um financial planning, investment advisory, you know, money management, helping you know average and ordinary people figure out how money works because they're they're mainly broke, unfortunately. And we don't learn how money works in school in the states, ninety six percent of Americans retire broke. Um, and it's been you know two to four percent getting financially free every year for you know a hundred plus years, and that's that's it. So we're focused on the other 96 percent and um getting them to think differently, do differently, and uh we've helped you know tens of thousands of people over the last 23 years. So it's been awesome. Love it.
0: So, what are some of the principles of how money works? The big ones of people probably don't know.
1: Um, well, I, I mean, I, I think um, I think I think the big stuff, and you know, I, 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 I my wife and I wrote a book called Couples Money that we published, you know, eleven years ago, and then um, I got a book that's launching here in a couple of months. It's all mindset, and it's you know what what I had to personally go through because I was a, a CPA and a financial advisor, and I was totally broke. So, you know, there's the gap between what you know to do and what you actually do. And if you Google the word money, there's not a lack of information. Right. But the application of it, what gets in our own way is really our mindset and our mentality around it. And so even though I was, you know, I thought I was smart, um, I had some serious belief issues that I had to uncover and shift and change, or I was going to be a broke joke for, you know, my entire life. So mm-hmm. that's my main focus is, is really the mentality because everyone's heard the how-tos mm-hmm. you need to budget. You need to get out of debt. You need to do this. You know, I mean, every advisor. I on the sell final, high. <laughs> yeah. Every advisor <laughs> talks about the how-tos, but almost nobody addresses the internal mentality necessary and the mindset to just be, you know, successful in every area of your life.
0: Well, I know it's been kind of entertaining during this, um, let's call it the crypto event. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this has been happening since the beginning of time. If you believed in crypto, then it's on sale. What's the problem? It's <laughs> like, yeah. not when you buy low. <laughs> but yeah. but there's still something going on there. So why is it that people are terrified to buy low and sell high?
1: Um, in Because it's... um. <laughs> i mean it's just, it's 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 just because you know money's money's emotional mm-hmm. and and when emotion goes up intelligence goes down mm-hmm. so people aren't able to recognize you know opportunities w- once again mainly because of you know their their programming and their belief mm-hmm. right so and there's a you know significant amount of you know herd theory um, stuff that, you know, you just kind of do what everyone else does. And that's why everyone stays in, in the bottom 96% because they don't, they don't think different. They don't do different. And therefore they get the same results as everybody else.
0: So talk to me about why you think money is emotional, because it seems to me that most of the people that are successful with it have removed the emotion from it. It's, it becomes a um, either they're so experienced in, oh, this is what it's going to do next. So this is what we're going to do. Or, you know, I have experience in this field, therefore I'm going to do that, which is still very unemotional at that point. So why does it start off as so emotional when to get good at it, you have to be unemotional.
1: Well, I mean, m- money's, money's neutral, mm-hmm. right? It's It's a neutral topic. And so what. What I personally had to do was I had to, and, and this was just, you know, because I was at a point where I was, you know, $250,000 in credit card debt. Um, we were leaking six to $8,000 a month. I'm entering the Great Recession. I'm an entrepreneur in financial services. My wife's counting on her fingers, which is always a bad thing, right? Um, counting on her fingers, she's got one foot out the door and it was very emotional, Right? Because of the mess that my mentality and my actions had created. and so so what my coach had me do is he said, "Okay, get a journal. It's your money journal." okay? Money is a relationship, just like everything else. And we know the functionality of your relationship based on your results, right? And so he had me write down, I spent, I actually spent two hours on this topic and it's, it's, I recommend everybody do it. Write the word money down and write down everything you make up about that word. It's jaw dropping. It was, it was a life-changing event for me. So I'm answering your question. Why is it emotional? Because of the emotion I added to a neutral topic like money, right? Right. And what I added to it was hard to make, hard to keep, rich people suck. My dad told me rich people make money on the backs of poor people. My mom said, money, you either have it or you don't. Like you don't have a choice. So we get our programming from our parents and then society lobs on, right? So- I don't know how old you are, Michelle. I'm not supposed to ask women how old they are, but anyway, but I'm 51. Does anybody remember Gilligan's Island? Does anybody ever Absolutely. watched the show Gilligan's Island? Okay, mm-hmm. Thurston Howell and his wife were rich. What were they? Aloof, clueless, right? Standoffish. Um, the money, the tit- or the movie, The Titanic, worst movie ever on wealthy people, right? The wealthy people are upstairs, miserable, right? The broke mm-hmm. people are downstairs partying, <laughs> having the time of their lives, right? Yep. Spider-Man, the Green Goblin, is a billionaire. So all this message, this is why people don't get wealthy. It's not for lack of information or a lack of great advice. It is their belief systems. So we get broke poverty belief systems from our family and then society lobs on. So I'm sitting here doing this exercise. It's like 2008. And I'm like, rich people are bad. I'm going to turn into somebody I don't want to be. And so I have this list of this of these anchors. And I'm like, that's why I'm broke. Because of what I make up about the word money. So everybody talks about Buy low, sell high. Budget. Don't be in debt. Do this. Do this. Do this. Right. It's kind of like if we were to have somebody come on and I, I say, "How do you be healthy? Eat, eat less, right,
0: exercise right. More.
1: <laughs> don't don't booze. All right. Right. Do this. Get plenty of sleep. Right. Everyone knows it, but why don't they do it? So okay. for, for me, it's a hundred percent mentality. Love it. So when somebody's working with you,
0: what does that look like? How do they engage with you?
1: Are you doing um, therapy?
0: Are you doing exercises like that? Are you looking at your finances? Are you investing? Yeah, all What's... all of
1: it, all of it. I mean, it's it's um they um, you know, we we, we do an initial, you know, conversation um to, to see, you know. I mean, what do they need, right? So for me, it's and and we talk about it in our in our books is you know what what's your point A and what's your point B and almost nobody knows where their point A is. They don't know, right? So it's like a it's like a GPS system. They don't know what their net worth is. They don't know their budgeting. They don't know, right? They live on you know what I call you know hopium, right? Right. They're they're, they're hoping that things turn out okay and it doesn't work and then almost nobody knows their point b so they have no idea what they want why they want it how do you even measure it right and once again this is this is all stuff that people have heard and know and you're in the personal development space how many times in your life have you heard somebody say you need to know what you want you need to have clarity is that it's probably one of the most beat-up topics in personal development
0: (laughs) and yep people don't
1: (laughs) And people are like, "Oh yeah, I gotta know what I want." Okay, check mark. Okay. Oh, did I leave the oven on? Right. I don't want to be broke. Right? <laughs> right. So, so they actually yeah. never spend the time to get clear. And what happens with money is it it falls into this quadrant of our lives called important, non urgent. What else falls over there? Health. Health. <laughs> relationships spirituality money mm-hmm. and then dreams all fall over there and what happens to th- right and then and then we right call this the 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 cell phone the weapon of mass distraction right <laughs> so our world is this and then the important urgent stuff eventually or important non-urgent stuff becomes important urgent and at that time there's not a lot you can do about it it's too late so for me, it's about helping people get clear on point A because they don't know. Get clear on point B, and then it's the it's the game plan to to map the A to B just like you would a GPS system.
0: All right. So when somebody's going through your book, is that that's the kind of journey that you take them on?
1: No, I mean my my book um that that'll be out for pre-sale February 1st is is really it's really more about um how I got unstuck. Right? Um because, you know, being an entrepreneur for over 23 years, I know what it's like to be stuck. I don't know Michelle if you've ever been stuck or not, but never. but uh, no, <laughs> never. Right? Well, and lie. it's Yeah, and it's um, you know, and it's stuck in in fear, doubt, and worry. And I know what it feels like when you feel like you're doing everything possible. I don't know if you've ever felt like this, you're doing everything possible and nothing's changing. In fact, it gets worse. It massively sucks. And and that's where I was. And for me, it's difficult to watch people hit a point where they get so stuck, they just give up. They give up on their dreams and then they settle, which my, you know, my, uh, my mentor calls settling the most offensive word in the English language. Um, but, but, but they settle and then they just, they get to the end of their lives and they just live with major regrets. And, and the reason I wrote my book is, um, I was so close to quitting. I was so close because it was so freaking bad for me. And the moment of truth is my wife's like, I'm out of here unless you get your, Shit figured out, um, and that's I just I went all in on my personal growth and development, and I dropped you know six figures plus. I spent tens of thousands of hours just basically to learn how to get the hell out of my own way, get unstuck, and uh, and, and and transform my life. And I was very fortunate to do it in many areas of my life, money being one. Um, so anyway, so I so I wrote the book. I've been writing the book for the last year. Of just the concepts of you know like the teaching, but most importantly, like what I actually did. and then it's my personal story behind all those concepts of what I did to get to get unstuck. and so so my goal is you know somebody can read that. And instead of you know spending investing six figures on personal growth and development, they can invest you know twenty bucks in a book and save thousands of hours, they could just go, Hey man, that's actually good. That's going to work for me. Um, but that's, that's really the purpose of why I wrote the book is I want to help people, you know, not only just get unstuck, but, but thrive.
0: I love it. So, um, tell us about the book. How do we, can we pre purchase it right now or not until February or.
1: Yeah. February, February 1st, we'll do, um, yeah. Yeah. Pre-orders. Um, and we'll be, we'll be ready to go. Uh, launch is, uh, March, uh, 25th. I got a local event here in Colorado for that. And then, uh, April 22nd, I'm doing a, a, a virtual workshop with, um, uh, Steve Siebold, who, who's, who you've, uh, you've interviewed in the past. So Steve's having me at his, uh, awesome mansion in Atlanta. And, uh, we're gonna, he's gonna have me, have me up for his crew and I'm inviting a bunch of people to actually partake in the, um, the book is called think and grow you how to get out of your own way and level up your life and it'll be the think and grow you um workshop and so that that's the book i started thinking different and i grew myself and i want others to do the same
0: i love it so asked, describe to me what what do you think is kind of the your favorite part of your business let's go with that I was going in six different directions in my head and I went, no, let's go in the optimistic one. So what's your favorite part of your business?
1: Um, w- watching, watching people grow and transform. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, and they have to do the work, but it's, you know, it's, it's satisfying, you know, having been in that space for 23 years, just watching people's lives change for the better. Um, you know, and I've been doing it long enough to where I, I, I watch where that bleeds into their families and now their kids are getting older and, you know, just the the, imp, the the ripple effect of an impact, Um, you know, in my book, I call it, you know, be a spark. It's it's uh, I think people think they need to be all this in a bag of chips to make an impact in somebody's lives and they're not, you know, they're not enough. They don't know enough. They hold back. They don't speak up. They don't listen, whatever. Um, but you can literally just be a spark that gets something going and it turns into a major fire. And so that never gets old for me. And, uh, and once again, another reason why I wrote the book and I'm, you know, doing a lot of speaking is I just, I want people to kind of wake up and realize there's, there's a better life for them. And, uh, get them to think different and do different. So anyway, that's what I love the most. I love it.
0: So I get to ask you yeah, at what point in life, did you know that you're especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? You mentioned the, <laughs> the grunt work of corporate and getting out there. What, what triggered it? What made you decide? Yeah, I, I could do this.
1: Well, I mean, what, what the, what, kind of put the fuel in, into the car to get the entrepreneurial vehicle moving was I just, you know, I looked to the guy in corporate America that was 10 to 15 years ahead of me. And, you know, he's, I, you know, I joke, he was a, he was a, uh, you know, not worst away from his next coronary and, uh, you know, his kids hated him and he's on his fourth marriage and I was on that path and it, it scared the hell out of me. Um but, but what the turning point for me was, I actually got really clear on my ideal life of what I wanted. And then the question I call it the moment of truth is, was I in the right vehicle to get me what, to where I wanted? And it was just, it was never going to happen. And so the moment of truth is I can either shrink what I want to fit inside the vehicle I'm in, which is what most people do, right? They have this they have this dream life at some point in their lives. They have dreams. I don't know where dreams go, but they go to die normally for people. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to my parents at some point. At some point they lost that look in their eye. You know what I'm talking about? Like they just, you you could see where they just resigned. That that life wasn't ever going to happen. And it was, become, it was starting to happen to me. And, I woke up, I got clear on what I wanted. I looked at the vehicle I was in and I'm like, I either need to find the vehicle it's going to get me what I want and it was never going to be that being an employee. Mm-hmm. I had to become an entrepreneur. So the choice is I could either shrink and give up what I wanted to fit inside of what I'm doing or never give up on what I wanted and go find the vehicle. And that's when I went on the the journey and and the the, the vehicle I chose was the right one for me, but I just didn't want to get to the end of my life and have major regrets. I just didn't want to do it. Like, why didn't I take more risk? Why didn't I do that anyway? So that's that was the fuel that got the vehicle moving. So
0: Chris, you've been absolutely awesome. Thank you. Any last words for our peeps?
1: No, I mean it's uh, you know, it's you got you gotta I mean I you gotta be willing to to change, right? And unfortunately, most people are like, okay, uh, I want the outside world to change, but I'm going to stay the same. And that doesn't work too well. So you got to be willing to change. You must do the work. And then I think the most important thing of that is I think people battle with, if I work on myself, is it going to be worth it? And you just have to trust it's going to be worth it. So be willing to change, do the work. It's worth every second.
0: Nice. So the name of the book is Think and Grow You by Chris Felton. I'm assuming you have that URL or how do people find that? We will have that link in the show notes, peeps, regardless.
1: Yeah. Uh, ThinkGrowYou.com, um, ChrisFelton.me, and uh, you can uh, you can get it there. I love it.
0: So by the time this comes out, people it will be available to you as well, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, it's already available. So go check it out right now and uh, start making this year different than the ones before. Awesome. Thank you, Chris, so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know how valuable it is.
1: Yeah. Thanks, sister. Appreciate you.
0: This is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.